host, Maya Lucy. I'm back with another one-on-one -on -one interview, and today I have a very special guest. We're coming from Decatur, where it's greater. Your fave coach, Coach Wallace, DSSD, CEO. She has been taking over the step world for a while now. She's been dancing and stepping since middle school, and DSSD was established in 2016. So for those who don't know, DSSD is the acronym for Daughter, Sister, Stepper, Dancer, home of your favorite steppers. So, Coach Wallace, how oh are you feeling? Yes, homework. How are you doing? I'm feeling good. The energy feels well. Like, it feels good up in here. Yes, mm -hmm. I feel good too. I'm excited. I love your energy. And I got to ask, what's your sign? A lovely Leo. <gasps> me too. No, me too. Well, your August 13th. My turn. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> She's so wrong with that. But yes, girl, I know what some Leo energy is. Leo, Big Leo energy. Yes. <laughs> about astrology I, I noticed that you added sbsd university and it yes. consists of young men who are future fraternity brothers so what does mm -hmm. that acronym stand for it stands for son brother stepper dancer okay. yeah so it basically ties into the whole dssd daughter and sister stepper vibes so they're like a brother and sister it's like a mini sorority and fraternity okay okay i love it so can you give me a little background on sbsd so I had this one cool kid. His name is MJ. He's been with me for like almost five years now. He's the only boy on the team, and he would like he's in, he was in middle school when he started. So he's the only boy on the team. He always stepped with the girls. I'm like I gotta find some brothers. I found him a couple brothers. Some stayed, some left. So right now it's just him and Corey, and MJ just will not leave. Like I don't want him to leave. Don't get me wrong, but he's really really obsessed with SBSD. And if I get some more boys, it's over. So they're gonna be just as good as the girls. I know that's right. So he was the, um, the startup of SBSD. Yes. Oh, I know he's excited. Alpha male, yeah. Okay. So I understand that you're the owner slash founder of DSSD and the acronym, as I just said before, Daughter, Sister, Stepper, Dancer. Mm -hmm. But also, it's the acronym for Delta Sigma Sigma Theta Sorority. <laughs> so I need you to go into more details about both organizations. Incorporated. I created it. Um, oh my goodness. So I never had a chance to pledge. Um, I went to Georgia State University. I couldn't afford college or whatever, so I had to stop. And to be honest, my main reason for going to college was to pledge, which was, yeah. But anyways, I wasn't able to pledge, so I said, you know what, I'm just going to create my own sorority. And that's what I did. So for Delta Sigma Sigma Delta Sorority Incorporated is actually for the parents that's a part of DSSD. And for the cool kids that's been a part of, if you complete four years of DSSD, you automatically enroll into the sorority. Oh, I love so, that. It's pretty I love dope. Because, you know, you're you're opening up for students and parents to be able to have, feel like they're in a community now, organization. Exactly, I love that. Okay. Exactly Wallace by Wallace. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Wallace by Wallace. I'm going to use that. <laughs> you need to, yes. Wow, On record. Words. You got it from me. Okay? I got it from you. Got, you, got, you, got you. Got it. Like, this is your thing. It's our thing now. It's our thing. Your students' names is Cool Kids, and they are, in fact, cool. So mm -hmm. what was your thought process behind the name? Walk me through that. Okay. So Cool Kid, I had a longtime friend, and he made beats and music or whatever. And his daughter... Um, right before his beats drop or whatever, she'll say, cool kid, cool kid. So one day I just reached out to him and I was like, can I use that? And he was like, yeah. And then I just took it and just made it my own. So cool kid is basically 
someone that does not adapt to the environment, somebody that be themselves at all times, um, somebody that's free-minded, just a cool kid. Because these days, you know, with kids, they always feeling judged. And like here it is, because he is no judgment zone. So the moment that you sign up and you walk through those doors, you automatically a cool kid. So how do the kids react to their name? They really, they really like it. Like I have one cool kid. Like I um call her the coolest kid, or we got cool kid K or cool kid Angel. So it's pretty cool because they got their own little nicknames. So yeah, I think they really like it. I think the older kids are like, oh, I'm a senior now. Don't call me a cool. You're gonna forever be a cool. Exactly. Or we we can come up with another name for them. Mm -hmm. Wallace by Wallace. Wallace by Wallace. Okay. <laughs> or. You know, they'd be like, we're the biggest. They could be like the biggest. The biggest. The biggest. The biggest. They don't even want the kids on here. But <laughs> they said the I'm grown. Cool, the coolest, biggest. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I love the meaning also behind your foundation, which is worry about nothing, pray about worry everything. About and first off, can you please tell me how to pronounce it? Is it Wayne Pop? <laughs> uh, you got it? I got it. I got it clear. I love this. It's one pay. <laughs> one pay. Okay. Yes. That's is that one it's pay. African? Like, one you know what? So I came up with, well, of course, it's in the Bible, and then I put all the, you know, the letters together, and one of the kids was like, oh, one pay, and then we were like, oh, one pay, we don't know if it actually says one pay, but to us, that's what it says, but for us, when we say one pay, it also comes with, um, we have like a sign or um, wording, we say a woot woot, oh. so it's almost like our sorority calling yeah. or whatever, so it's like, a woot woot is basically we're giving praises to God. So it's the it's hallelujah. It's basically in our own language. So although you might see the girls at competition or practices and after we pray or whatever, we say a what? A woot woot. And little do people know like we are really praising God in the mix of everything that we're doing. And the fact that these kids are open to doing it, you know? So yeah, because I made it you. cool for them. Exactly right. because of you. You know, I saw your video too. You were like um, you know, kids are a product of their environment mm -hmm. and you're giving them that environment to, you know, praise the Lord, you know, be positive. I like exactly. that. A woot woot. No, a woot woot. A woot woot. A woot woot. Yes. Like that? Uh-huh. I woot, like that. Woot. Okay. Can you go into more in depth though about the foundation? Yeah. So, DSSD was basically based off my childhood. Like I didn't have a great upbringing at all and DSSD was my only outlet. So, like, I've had this organization for six years now, and when I tell you, it's people that have seen me and it's like, what, you still doing this? Or, oh my God, we've been expecting for you to turn out to be this because I wasn't a product of my environment. Like, I really should be six feet under, probably on somebody's pole, like really out here bad. But the only praises I felt like I got that was positive was from my talent when I did stepping and dancing. So, you know, in high school or whatever, you know, I'm looking at the boys, I'm like, oh, these boys love me. And then next thing you know, I start stepping and I'm like, oh, I got boys, girls, parents, teachers, everybody loved me when I, you know, perform or whatever. So I said, you know what? I want to do this for the rest of my life. Cause I know it's some kids out there that's been where I've been or going through things. And it's just basically an outlet. Like when these kids walk in here, it's, it's a safe zone for them. Like I've stopped kids from committing suicide. I've stopped kids from doing grown up stuff like I'm out here saving lives just through the art of stepping and dancing. And it's kind of interesting because it's like back then I didn't understand what my purpose was, but now I'm getting it. And then the more God like bring it out, the more in tune I get, the more doors start opening. So it's like, oh my gosh, I got something here. I can't wait to go. 
You do. And I love that you took your passion and turned it into something bigger, Man, something what? to help other people. You know, exactly. I always think in my head, like, you know, we're not just here to live this life of our own, like, to, you know, help inspire people. And I just think that's so amazing. Right. And, like, I noticed, too, I want to go back to um, when you said, when you started stepping and dancing, everybody was like, oh, my, you, you just noticed people were coming mm -hmm. to you. It's funny when you get into your passion now, Man, everybody's like, yeah, you know, it's just interesting. And I just love that. I love that for you. Congratulations. Thank you. And, um... One pay. One pay. One pay. Oh my goodness. I okay. love it. One pay. I'm trying to say it. I wanted to say it again. One, one pay. pay. One yes. pay. That's one cute. Pay. Okay. So I, I love your core values. Like I already said, you're positive, you're genuine. So your core values are sisterhood, character building, meditation, mm -hmm. manifestation, talent expression, confidence, Girl. God, wisdom, self worth, and self love. So I love the uplifting. So your DSSD and your SBSD students, how do you go about implementing those core values? Well, the crazy part is that I've introduced these cool kids to so many things. Like when we come into practice, like I can, I'm really, really big on energy. I can be sitting right there and somebody can come in with their head down or come in here with a face on go back out. Get your, get your stuff together. Go talk to God about it or don't like, don't bring it in here. Or if it'll, it'll either happen that way, or if I say, hey, everybody get in the circle. I got a meditation bowl over there. We doing the bowls. We're breathing in and breathing out. We're talking about how we're going to have a good practice, how we're going to have a good week as God brought them to me and let them um, return and let me return back to them. So in the mix of everything we're doing, the crazy part is that, and I think I just realized this, like I'm doing things. Oh my God, I, I'm doing this, but stepping and dancing is what's drawing them in. But little do they know that I'm drawing them closer into their spirituality. Like, that's kind of. It's like, I'm trying to, I know what you're trying to say. It's kind of deep. Like, it is. Like, I've had kids come in here, and let's just say if I don't do the bowl, they're like, Coach, can we do the bowl? Or can we do it again? Can we breathe in? Or can we breathe out? Let's meditate or let's pray together. Like, these kids are actually doing this, and it's not forced. They don't feel lame doing it. Like, they genuinely doing it. And then the parents pick up on it. Oh, my daughter came home and she said this. Or she introduced me to this. So now parents are picking up on some of the stuff, um, some of the things that we're doing. But it's just interesting that in the mix of me doing this, it's bringing me closer to God as well. I'm very, very spiritual. Like I said, with the whole um, energy thing. But even with sisterhood, we do a lot of team bondings. The girls are assigned little sisters or big sisters. We have a lot of kids that don't have siblings. So they come in here expecting things to be how they wanted to be. And it's like, no, now you got 50 or 60 other brothers and sisters. So now you have to play your role. So I think that really helped um, a lot of kids as well, especially with character building. Um, we had times where I tell the girls, go to the mirror. We're talking to ourselves. Tell yourself that you're beautiful. Like, and the crazy part is that everybody wants something else from somebody else's body. Well, I want to look like this. I want to be like this. I want to be this color. I want to be this. You have to be happy in your own self. But what I've learned that really helped with these school kids and the character building is I would tell them my flaws. I would say, well, I don't like the way, um, let me just say, okay, I don't like the way my hands are. I feel like my hands are very strong looking because of my my, what are these, my veins pop out, my hands or whatever. Or, you know, I just, I just tell them about my imperfections, but I also say, although these are my imperfections, this is what makes me. And whatever you're going through, this is what makes you. But I just learned with these kids is that if you tell them something about you, and if you go deep with them, then they open up more. Now they want to talk. Now they want to express themselves. 
prior to me just coming off, oh, I'm just the perfect coach. Like, no. Like, I'll come in. We have this thing where it's called handle with care. A parent would text me if their cool kid had a bad day or something's going on. Handle with care. So if your cool kid comes to the door, I know, okay, I'm not going to be as hard on you as I would be in practice. So if you're slacking, you're not doing what you're supposed to do, your mother told me to hang you, handle you with care. Or I might come in and I might just say, handle me with care. And then everybody will just leave me the hell alone for the day. <laughs> but it's just things like that that works for DSSD. And I think that's why God keep bringing more kids and we keep evolving. Like even us getting through the pandemic, like how? You see what I'm saying? But that's pretty much some of the things that we do that's just, it's just working for us. And other people feel it. Like, when we walk in the room, people feel it. They know it. They can see it. Like, even with these colors. Like, I had a dream about stoplights in a studio. And all thing I did was just add the color blue. You see, I got stoplights in here. Like, yes, yes. God be giving me visions and stuff. And I just be like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So, when he give me something or I pick up on something, even with me, it's like co-parenting with these parents. Because I'm with their kids. I instill a lot in them. Um, and they give me so much in return. Like that love I didn't have as a kid is like, I have kids myself. Of course, my kids love me unconditionally. But to have other people love on me, like I've never been loved before. Or I walk in, oh, coach, you're the best coach. Or just giving me love and praises. Like God will show you in other ways how that you're, you know, how you love. So yeah. I saw this quote and it said, I don't know if you've seen it. It says that you don't know how many people are going to love you in this lifetime. Mm. And it's crazy. Like, it's just crazy. I understand what you're feeling. Like, it's funny. How, no, it's not funny. It's crazy how you found your purpose by helping other people. Like, within your purpose, you're helping other people. It's scary. It's crazy. it's crazy how God, like, leads to other things and how everything just forms into one. And, mm -hmm. wow. Wow. So inspirational. Yeah. It's so just, inspirational. It's and how many kids do you have right now at this moment? Oh, we have 103 cool kids. Wow. And then we have summer camp come in, then each year just get bigger and bigger. So yeah. I wanna I wanna I wanna work on my chakras too. Come on, let's do it, girl. <laughs> let's do it. It'll we can, so we good. will, we will. Yeah. We see the fun things, but what is life like behind the scene of a dancer, stepper, and or entertainer? The thing about DSSD, we have the biggest following in Houston. And when other teams look at us, we're like the Beyonce's a step. Mm. So if they're looking at us, they think, like on the outside looking in, of course we make it look good. Who posts their flaws? But it's times where, you know, kids have hurt themselves with stepping or dancing. Or, you know, if your grade's not where it's supposed to be, then you're not stepping. And or, like, I mean, these kids got things that they're going through at home. But my plan is to just make it as easy as possible for them. Like, even myself, I have a lot of stuff going on. But people will take the outer print parents and think, oh, that's you, are oh, you perfect? And that's not what it is. Um, you're not a part of the DSSD family, so I'm not gonna be vulnerable and tell you, oh, this is what we got going on, or this is what you know we're going through. But it's really difficult to have people already prejudge us. Like even when we go to step shows or go to competitions, we already get prejudged before we hit the floor. Mm -hmm. And the prejudgment is, um, like when I go to shows, I dress up. Oh, why are you always dressing up? Why you got on heels? First of all, I know it's day day. It's my day too. I coached them. We did this together. It's a celebration. And I'm not a coach who just put on a, you know, some jeans and a damn polo shirt. I want to look good too. You never know who's watching. I think that's what grabs a lot of people's attention too. But they would take that and make it into something negative. Mm -hmm. Or 
Like, I've had judges actually put on the score sheet, why did coach got to dress up? What that has to do with my kids? You know, or I've had people in the step world that I've actually taught how to step in or up step with in middle school or high school that would judge the show and would put something about me on the paper and it has nothing to do with the children. Mm -hmm. So that's irritating. Or like I said, people are already just prejudging us and feeling like we, we don't we don't come off like cocky, like, oh, we the best, we better than everybody. Like we don't have to do that. When we walk in a room, our aura shows that. And we just stay to ourselves, like we don't get into the drama and all that. But we've had teams, we had people who tried to fight my girls. We had people that tried to say nasty stuff. And I'm like, let's go. Let's go. We'll get out immediately. We just don't, you know, dwell or try to entertain a lot of that craziness that goes on out of there, out there. And then I just make sure I'm an example for the kids. We have coaches that be arguing and going back and forth. Like, ain't gonna lie, back in my day, I used to be, ooh, I was a mean somebody. Before COVID happened, like, I was turning into... I didn't like the person I was becoming. Mm -hmm. I didn't like the coach I was becoming. And God really had to sit me down and show me myself. And although, you know, COVID happened, I really felt like it saved me. And he was just basically like, as quick as I can give it to you, I can take it away. Like in an empty studio, no kids, no parents, no nothing, just me and these walls and music and nothing. Like, it sucked. It hurt so much. Like, I was in a depression. Though. I was, oh my God, it was so insane like it got to a point where i was just like i don't want to be here no more like i'm done because it was like dssd is my life this is all i know this is all i do so for it to be taken away from me it's like okay what do i do now okay i'm i'm a wife i don't okay I'll, of course i love being a mother but i don't want to go work nowhere else like this is what i want to do for the rest of my life so, but people on the outside looking in wouldn't know that I've been through these things or gone through these things. They just prejudge us based off how they feel. If the girls come in here and they all wear Nikes, why somebody got, oh, they Nikes fake? Why the Nikes gotta be fake because they all got on Nikes? Mm -hmm. Is it because your team is not doing it? Like, I tell my parents everything up front. I pre-plan. So, I want our kids to look good. But everybody don't have the same expectations for their teams. But they'll look at what DSSD doing and they'll say, oh, well, they think they better than everybody. You don't think that. You think that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it just goes back to, um, you know, like when people see something and then they don't have that at the time. So it's like jealousy and envious. Mm -hmm. and, and it's sad, but I love that you like come back that way. No, we're about to get out of here. We're not about to mm -hmm. entertain you. And have you ever like had a conversation with other coaches <laughs> or people <laughs> like Girl, yes. I was, see, I, that's the thing. I'm so known in the step world where I'm the person, I'm always being vocal. So I'll say how I feel. So people always know, like, she'll say how she feel. So it can be with anything. It can be good, bad, or ugly. I just feel like I need to get it out. What I've learned for me is that the way my health is set up is that anything that's bothering me mentally, I have to speak on it. I can't hold it in. That's the Leon us. Yes. That's the Leon us. Like, I cannot hold it in. Like, my stomach would start hurting. Like, it would get so bad. So, I'm like, okay. But I've gotten to a point now where I could talk um, to people and not at them. Mm -hmm. That was back in my day when I was, whew. But, um, yeah, I just, I have conversations with coaches. I text them sometimes. My biggest issue with coaches is that, and I, talk, I said this on Instagram as well, that people don't really like people, but if we go to a competition, then everybody, oh, hey, girl. Mm, fake. Girl, mm. don't do that. Mm -hmm. Like, I can feel this from a mile away. Like, 
It's not deep. Yeah, and you know, we can sense energy. Le I'm telling you, as Leo, we can sense it, we can feel it, but I'm glad you combated that, and you know, you didn't sabotage your business, yourself. Right. And, you know, I feel like you could walk into a, a, a dark room and be like, shine Yes, so people can feel energy, and maybe, I saw another quote, I love quotes. Like, the quote, it was like, your energy, your light... I know she's talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. really crazy. I didn't understand it, but now as you're talking, I'm like, okay, I see. It's That's like exactly. you know, you're coming in with all this energy, like nothing's wrong. But they don't. Little do they know, no. they don't really know you. Mm -hmm. They don't really know you. So thank you for sharing that, and I'm glad you're here. You're doing your thing. I know And we right. move upward and onward. Okay. Ooh, upward, upward and onward. And onward. <laughs> <laughs> so I see DSSD Studio got approved to advertise on Hulu. So you're amongst the first to experience Hulu ad manager. So how does it feel to be on a global platform? Oh my God, it feels so freaking awesome <laughs> super excited about it everybody keep asking us like where's the um commercial where's the commercial we haven't even did the commercial yet but i was so excited the fact that it was like like i've been waiting almost two years for this so i'm like yo this is a huge platform so we're super excited we're supposed to be filming this um commercial this upcoming summer right so then we're going to drop it for the fall for the new cool kids to come in and then it's gonna keep that thing running. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, we know who's gonna see it. You know, I be on Hulu all the time, so I can't wait. I'm a, I'm a part of it. Yeah, I know them. <laughs> <laughs> I want to move into motherhood, and I know your daughter's on the team. So, oh how do you make sure you're not showing favoritism? Oh yes. Oh, I, one thing. One thing. I guess what I'm really good at, to be honest. Um, I think the biggest thing with my daughter being on the team is that the junior coaches don't feel like they can put their foot down with her because I'm mom. And I have to tell them all the time, put your foot down with her. Don't treat don't treat her no different than nobody else's child. Don't baby her. Like treat her as if she's just a regular cool kid a part of the studio. Um I notice my daughter do better when I'm not here, so I try to not be here when she do have her practice. Um the good part is that God gave me a really interesting daughter. She's like this flipped image of me. And I'm happy that she liked to step and dance without me forcing it. That was my biggest fear. Because in my mind, to be honest, I'm like, oh, I got a little mini me. Oh, she, she going to dance. She going to step. But I was like, okay, I'm just going to see if she like it or not. But she absolutely loved it. She won't stop flipping and twisting and turning and stepping. And mommy, look. Like, it's, it's really a joy. But I can say that's the toughest thing is the junior coaches being, I don't know, they're afraid. Like, you, it's okay. And I be telling them, pinch your lips. Like, <laughs> Get, like, get her together. Like, she is, come on. Because she'll run over there and then she'll know, like, like she'll say, oh, my mother's, my, my, this is my mommy's studio. No, this is our studio, including, you know, everybody, not just me and your studio. It's not just mommy's studio. So I have to correct her on a couple of things. I think it's gotten a lot better. Um, she just turned six, so I definitely think as she get older, it'll definitely smooth itself out. Mm -hmm. But I also like to tell my junior coaches, like, let's just say when we're not at practice and we're just chilling around the studio or they may come to the house or whatever, she see them as a friend. So when she's at practice, she don't see coach. She don't hear coach because she was like, oh, we was just playing with dolls in my room. Now you want to tell me what to do? So I had to have a conversation with her. Oh, yeah. So the junior coaches is giving me, they, they probably don't want to discipline somebody else's kid. Because I, I get like that. Nah, I, it's just scary, like, you know, but I feel like they'll get the hang of it throughout. Yeah. I think the thing is, is like, they do it to other people's kids, though. Like, I see them oh. do it to other people's kids, and it's like, okay, give Nala that same treatment. Because then she'll walk around thinking that she's different. No, <laughs> you're not different. Right. Right. It'll, it'll come. Oh, not pinching and twisted. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
on your interview with Voyage ATL, you stated the other struggle is people from my past. So mm. funny how they can't respect my accomplishments. So I really want you to go into some more detail about that. <laughs> okay, so how can I say this? People from my past, just like I stated with the whole, you know, I probably taught them how to step when we stepped together in middle school and high school. People didn't plan for me to be here because of my upbringing. Like, I was in foster care, I was house to house, I've been homeless. So, my upbringing has been terrible. Don't have a relationship like that with my mom, don't have a relationship with my father, don't have family. Like, I literally had just me, my kids, and DSSD. So, what it is is just more so, uh, let's just say we go to a competition. Somebody from middle school would see me and say, hey, Latata, I'm not responding. Like, I'm, I'm your favorite coach, or I'm Wallace, like, Hey, Latata, or I would correct them, hey, you know, just call me Coach Wallace or whatever. You're Latata to me, like, yo, like, it's some type of boundaries and respect thing that's here. Mm -hmm. And that is irritating because you have people that can't see your growth because they want you to stay where you are, so they'll still treat you as you're that. And I'm like, I'm on a whole different level doing a whole different thing. I'm a mother. Mm -hmm. I'm a um, boss. Like, come on now. We're not going to do that. Yeah, I agree with that. It's basically like, if you don't know me now, you don't know nothing about me. Exactly. And they try to bring up, they look at you, like, you know how people are like, I know her, you don't know me. No. You don't know me. You, that was the past. That was the past. So I understand what that feels like. And yeah, it's, it's a respect thing. They need to respect that. Mm -hmm. And I would ignore them too. You keep on going. Right. And then the irritating part is like, a lot of my kids don't know my real name. My daughter don't even know my real name. I probably tell her about my daughter don't know my real name, or a lot of the kids don't know my real name. So when they say Latata, then the kids be like, oh, they must know you because they know your real name. No, they do not. Mm -hmm. He's probably in the middle school class before. You and, know. and people try to attach themselves to you now because, you know, you're doing so many amazing things. Mm -hmm. That's crazy, but yeah. It's not cool at that's, all. It's not. It's not. Yes, Coach Wallace. Coach Wallace. Okay, yes. and that's just that on that. And that's just that on that. And lastly, I have to ask, what's next for Coach Wallace and your DSSD team and the SBSD team? I need an exclusive. Well, let's just say we're going to be global very soon. And when things happen, you're going to be the first person I call. Okay. Okay. Yay. Okay. I'm so excited for you. God is good. God is good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my shot. Look. Okay. Oh, so, <laughs> A woot woot. Oh, you gotta do like this. Oh, a woot woot. Oh, like this. Yes, a woot woot. Okay, let's do it. Okay, a woot woot woot. And that was Coach Wallace with DSSD and SBSD. And I can't wait to see what's next. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you for having us.